So, all right, usually Father's Day, Ephraim and I get up here, and we usually have a little real men series. Well, we like to do things a little differently. If you guys know us by now, we like to illustrate everything, right? Because we do believe that a picture is worth a thousand words, right? So, instead of just talking about things that real men do, We want to introduce you to some real men today. Amen? So we'd like to take the time to honor some real men in a message titled, A Few Good Men. Let's let's hear a bark. Come on, let's raise the testosterone level up in here today. It's man's day. So what we want to do today is we want to honor... A small caliber of the quality of men that we want to see raised in the body of Christ. Amen? Amen. Listen, there is, we could, we could do a whole series and just honor so many men that we have in this church and, and, and I love them and I appreciate them. We're just going to take a small sample today and honor these men. And so I'd like to start this morning by honoring a man that some of you might know or not know um, I met as a youth, came to this ministry as a youth, and was, was kind of raised up in this ministry. And if, if there's a man that, has, that God has brought alongside me to strengthen me, to encourage me, to stand by me, to support me, it's been this man. And I'm honored to call him Pastor Mark this morning. And if I... If I had to, if I had to give an award for the MVP this year, I would have to give it to Pastor Mark. Amen. So, so Pastor Mark, we 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 brought you a, we bought you some shoes because we wanted to bless your feet this morning. And and now I'd like you to come bring the message. I did not expect that. Amen. How's everybody doing? Is anybody excited? Amen. 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 Father God, we thank you for today, Lord. Father, we thank you, Father God, for just just, just being you, Father God. Father, so before we start anything, before anything that comes out of my mouth, Father God, we just want to say happy Father's Day to you, Father God. And we thank you for being our Father, Father God. We thank you despite me, maybe we, if we were fatherless growing up, motherless, Father God, we had no friends. Father God, you were everything we ever needed, Father God. And you still are, Father God. And we thank you for that, Father God. So, Father, as we go on, Father God, I pray, Father God, that you would just speak through me, Lord. Let my words not be my words, but let my words be your words, Father God. In your precious holy name, amen. 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 Listen, I I just got to, I'm going to speak shortly because we're going to just honor some more men, amen. Recognize a few good men, amen. So today is going to be an awesome day. But I just have to share my view, my view on, 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 
on fatherhood and motherhood and, and even parentinghood when I was a youth. I didn't, my view was I didn't have respect for much women. I didn't have respect uh, uh, um, of much men because of the way I was raised. But then, then while I was a, a youth going into man, a young man, I was given a book, and this book rocked my world. So I'm going to share a little, a little piece of that book. Amen? Amen? This is to the man. I need you to listen up. The book is called The Four Pillars of a Man's Heart. Awesome book. If you're a reader, look it up. If you're not a reader, they have the audio version. Amen? I'm not a reader, but I got through it. Amen? And it was awesome. It rocked my world. In a man's heart, there are, we, in a man's heart, we have, we have pillars. Everybody knows what a pillar is, right? A pillar is a thing underneath every building that, that holds it up, that holds the foundation up. In, in a man's heart, we got four pillars. Amen? We got the king pillar, the warrior pillar, the mentor pillar, and the friend pillar. The whole thing is, we need to learn as men to tap in these four pillars and know when to be a, a warrior, when to be a mentor, and when, when to be a friend, and when to be a king. A king, what does a king do? A king provides and serves his people. Man, I am so sick and tired of seeing the, seeing the, um, the statistics. Did I say that right? Thank God, because that, that's hard for me. But I, the, the percentages of, of how men don't step up and rise up, amen, it sickens me. And I'm not talking about men in the, just in the world. I'm talking about men in the church, amen. But thank God we have, thank God we have men here that rise up to the challenge, amen. And that's what we're going to talk about today. A few good men that rise up to the challenge. We need to choose to be a warrior. What does a warrior do? A warrior protects. Listen, if men would just step up and protect our children more, and I don't mean their children, I mean our children, step into the plate, our children wouldn't wild out like they're wilding out. Amen. We need to be mentors. We need to, to take, take the warrior out, take the, take the king out and the macho-ness. And we need to stoop down and be a mentor to teach and pour into. Amen. Being man is not all about being, being a king and warrior. No, we need to be a mentor. Amen. We need to be a friend. We need to learn how to connect. With our, 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 our sisters and our, our kids, we need to, to connect, amen? Because then you don't want to talk to somebody that just thinks he's a king all the time and a warrior. and It's, it's like talking to an animal. We need to be, we need to like, we need to lower, our, lower ourselves and just and talk with and not down, amen? Now, now let, let, me, let, me, let, me get, let me get one thing straight. I believe there's two plans for a man. One plan is the ultimate plan. God created us to love manhood. God created us with such a responsibility. And, and if we, if He gave us children, He gave us His children to just walk, to teach Him how to walk in His ways. That's an awesome, awesome privilege, but it's an awesome responsibility. Amen? 
But then there's another plan. The plan that, that, that the, Satan tries and distract us as men. And, and, and with distraction comes destruction. And, and then if we're distracted, man, and if we're destroyed, man, where's our kids going to be? Where's our marriages going to be? Amen? But no one's perfect. Amen? Anybody perfect here? No. Even in the Bible, only one perfect man in the whole Bible. And that was Jesus. So no one's perfect. But that's where God's grace comes in. Amen? Can, can we just thank God for God's grace? First Corinthians sixteen thirteen, it says, "Be alert and on your guard. Stand firm in your faith. Act like men and be courageous. Grow in strength." First Kings two two to three says, "Be strong and show yourself a man. Keep the charge of the Lord your God, that you may succeed in all that you do." Listen, marriages fall, relationships break apart, men break out, fathers break out, stuff happens. No one's perfect. Distraction and destruction happens. Well, we're going to honor some men, a few good men today, amen? That you're going to hear the stories of where they came from and how they are now. And why we're being, they're being honored. Amen? So the first gentleman, if boy, you could just be ready to help me out. We want to honor Jason today. Amen? Oh, that's a perfect picture too. Amen. To help me honoring Jason is his mom and his sister. Um, so yeah, I'm his sister, <laughs> and uh, when we were young, our dad kind of like moved to Florida, so we didn't really like have our dad and like the little things in our lives, like the everyday things, but um, I always saw him as my dad. I never looked at him only as a brother. He was everything in my life, my father, my best friend, my brother, my everything, and that's how I always look at him. So when I found out that he was having her, I didn't think of it as like a weird thing. I thought of it like this guy is going to be an amazing father because I already see him like that in my eyes. And um, I always see him as the strongest person in the whole world, even when he was at his weakest and he thought he was weak and everything. I still saw him as the strongest that I've ever seen him in my life. And I love you. So that's it. <laughs> My baby boy, <laughs> he's grown, but he's still my baby boy, <laughs> my firstborn. Um, I, I'm just so proud of you, my baby, to, um, to see what you have grown to be, that man of God that, that has always been in my heart. You know, my prayers is always for my children, and, and to see that he's grown, you've grown to be such a, a, a strong man of God. And I'm so proud the way you father your daughter, I look at them and I see the way he, he looks at her. He loves her. 
he, uh, the things that he, the everyday things that he does for her. He feeds her. He makes sure he's, she's okay. She changes, he changes her clothes. He bathes her. He tucks her to bed. He, he prays with her. It's like, what more can a mother ask for? You know, to, to have a, a, a father there for, for his child all the time. And I didn't have that growing up because I had a, um, a father that abandoned me at a young age. And, and to see that in my son, I, I, I know what a, da- a true dad is. And I am so proud of you, my son. And I love you so much. Okay, I love you, daddy. I love you, daddy. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We love you, Jay. Amen. Even when there's a void, there's emptiness. But real men step step in and, and, and they become something to someone. Amen. Jay, Jay didn't have to step in and, 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 and be that to his sister. He didn't have to step, on, step in. He even had every excuse for not be, being the man he is now. Because that's all he knew. Amen. But he dared to do, to not do the norm. Amen? Sometimes a lot of stuff happens in life to us and, and we cannot understand. But that's where God, God's grace comes in and gives us the desires and the strength to just step in and, 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 and do something else. The next guy we want to, we want to recognize is Henry. Amen? Amen. Amen. And if Lori, his wife, just could come and just. Amen. Henry's over there in the back corner, hiding. I've known my husband for a long time. We met when I was 18 years old, and we've been married for a little bit over two years now. But um, before we got married, we had um, a family member that um, had a difficult situation, and a child was involved that needed someplace to live. My husband had a very difficult childhood, and he never really had a stable family life or a consistent father figure. But despite those difficulties, when this situation came up, he stepped up and said, I definitely do not want this child to go into foster care. I can't, I can't live with that happening. And we knew it was going to be difficult, but we decided that we were going to make that sacrifice and, and see him through it. And um, we became parents before we got married. And thankfully, we have a wonderful church that stepped in and helped us with <laughs> pushing up the wedding a little bit. Um, But he's been a wonderful father. He's put a lot of his dreams on hold to make sure that our needs are met. Since um, we became parents, I was laid off, and now he's the sole breadwinner in the household. And somehow he goes to work every day, and he comes home and he helps me at night with the kids, and he's amazing. And after the first child, (laughs) the situation came up again, and there was a second child. And everyone said, you guys are crazy. This is nuts. You shouldn't do this. But he stuck by his convictions and said, yes, we will do this. And so we had two children that, we are, that we're raising. And they're beautiful and wonderful. And <laughs> it's been difficult, but 
We've been so blessed. And then the situation came up again. <laughs> and everyone said, absolutely not. Don't do this. You guys are nuts. This is, doesn't make sense. But we've trusted in God. And there's been so many things that have come against us and so many places where we've been seeing such a lack of supplies or money or housing. <laughs> and God has provided, and he's provided us with people that love us to help us through and so when the situation came up the third time, he said, you know what, we will do this. And we did. And so now there are three. And, <laughs> and I'm not sure how we're going to get through it. Actually, I am sure. I know that um, we're trusting in God. And I know that because he's trusted in God and because he's stepped out in faith, we've been blessed. And I would still be married to him without the, kill- without the children, but we wouldn't be the family that we are without them. So I'm grateful for the boys and for my husband. And I'm grateful that you are a great father. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Real, this is really loud now. Real men put their own hopes and dreams inside to do what fills a void, fills a need. Amen? Henry, so we say thank you one more time. Amen. 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 Growing up is hard as it is, especially if you the environment you grew up in, the decisions you make, especially when you're a youth and you, and you just want to be down with the, whoever's, uh, whatever's in style and be down in the streets and, and you, you get caught up in that lifestyle. But despite that, despite that plan that the enemy has for us, something happens when we just recognize who God is and allow God to work in our lives. Amen? The next gentleman we're going to honor today had that life. And we're going to honor Andrew. Drew! (laughs) Only because you're big, it wasn't my idea, so... And Sally, you can help me. All right. I'm nervous. I met Andrew when I was 20 years old, and the first day I met him, I told him I loved him. Not in a romantic way. Like, I, I let him know, like, Jesus loves you, and because Jesus loves you, you know, I have to love you. But... Today, I would like to tell Andrew that I love him and that my plans are to love him the rest of my life, from day one, and I still love you. But I would also like to let him know that he is one of the greatest fathers in this world to me. A father that is present for his children. A father who enjoys being with his children and loves them. A father who will do anything to protect and be part of his kid's life. His son's best friend and role model. And his daughters 
love when he just walks in from work. She's standing by the door to say, Daddy, you're home. And, you know, and it just makes my day. And Gabriel and Saraya, I wish I had a dad like yours. I love you, Andrew. Amen. Amen. Despite our upbringing, despite what we went through in life before we got saved, despite the mess we may have put ourselves in, despite all that, there's something when we call out to God in our mess, in our funk, in our, in our sin even, and God's grace just comes in. And Andrew, I thank you for being a, a real man to your children, a real man. Amen. 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 The next man. You know, sometimes we're, not, we're celebrating Father's Day, but Father's Day is not just for the men that have kids. Amen? There, there's men out there. I say real men fill the void. There's men out there that... that that see a need, and, and, and even if they don't have children, they're there for others. Amen? They're there for others. Amen? The next gentleman fits that perfectly. We want to we recognize Elvis today. Some say Elvis, some say L. All the kids say Uncle Dio Elvis. All right, yeah. All right, um, Papa, what's up? <laughs> it's so weird because I call many real men my father, but you are also one of them. I just want to say, and um, I just want to say, even if you don't have kids, you're still making an imprint on this generation. You know, in, either in a negative way or a positive way. And you're bringing it in a positive way. You're showing us what Christ, how a real man through Christ is, you know. You're so selfless, selfless, you know. I can't tell you how many times I walk in the church and Elvis is the first one in here, you know, doing repairs or putting up speakers or mics. Like everything you see is mostly by this man. You know, we just want to recognize a real man who puts God before himself, you know. And it's, you know, you showed us so much, you know, just you could play jokes. You, you left me in friendlies one time running for the car. That's OK. You know, it was, you know, there's so many good times we had together. And I just want to say thank you for showing me what a real man in Christ is. You know, I don't I don't like talking much, but when it's for someone I love, I'll do it because how much I love this man, you know, through whether it's through tech or he's just giving me advice or he's just showing me what to do in life. You know, I, I thank you so much and I love you. Thank you. Amen. Real men serve God in a real way, not a fake way. 
real men are the same wherever they go. Then I, one way in one place and and another place, something else. Amen, amen. Amen. Showing young men how to be real men. That's what a real man is. Amen. Amen. The next, the next gentleman. There's one more gentleman. Amen. That's not on paper, but um, if Megan, you can help me out with this one. We're gonna recognize one man. I should always be recognized, in, in my opinion. I can stay here and spend an hour and a half, two, three hours, two days talking about this man, but. on my phone just waiting. okay <laughs> okay first of all we just want to say that where are you daddy okay <laughs> we just wanted to say that we love you and appreciate you far beyond our words can explain the most profound thing that comes to mind when thinking of our dad is his selflessness He has been the greatest example of what a true man of God is. Even through the struggles that seem to happen one after the other, our Father has always remained faithful, positive, and has continued to put his trust and dependence in God. I know Kelly and I have been tough to handle throughout the years. Well, mostly Kelly. That's obvious. (laughs) But through it all, he stayed strong for us and for my mom, who had to deal with it alongside him. We cannot even begin to explain how much we admire him. He is the strongest, wisest man that we know. He is the same man on stage in front of all of you that he is at home, which speaks volumes about his character both as a father and a pastor. He is an example of what it is to run after God's heart, putting God first, and always allowing God to lead him. So we are so blessed to have you in our lives, Daddy. We know you have gone above and beyond for your family and this church, and we appreciate it greatly. We are so proud of you and honored to be your children. We love you. Love you. Wow. Do real men cry? Because I'm boiling up over there in my seat. I don't know. You got to fix these ceilings, Pastor. It's like dust falling down from it all in my eyes. Um, actually, I, I just want to take off from where they left off. I, I, I definitely want to honor, uh, honor the pastor, um, Pastor George. Because uh, when you look at the definition of real men, and, and you know, how old are you, like 40? We'll just say 40, <laughs> all right, for the, <laughs> for the sake of this, all right? And I'm, I'm, I'm 38, you know, and, and you look at it, you know, 40, 38, pretty close. Can a 40-year father, 38-year-old man... Oh, yes, he can, you know, and he does all the time, you know. You look at the definition of real man. A real man nurtures, you know, he, he, he protects, he helps to grow. He helps you to realize your full potential and, and push you into your destiny and to help you, you know, help you towards the dreams and to accomplish the dreams that you have. And that's what he's been in my life, you know. 
I mean, I got a lot of men in my life that I can think that have been fathers to me. But you have truly been a father in this season of my life. And I am where I am because of his leadership and his fatherhood. So I want to say thank you for being a father to me. Now, I wanted just to leave the men with something. And just the entire congregation, I, I, I found five quotes, and I would just like to read them to you. And the first one, it says, The greatness of a man's power is the measure of his surrender. Think about that, men. God never alters the robe of righteousness to fit the man, but the men to fit the robe. Men are God's method. The church is looking for better methods. God is looking for better men. What the church needs today is not more machinery or better, not new organization or more novel methods, but men who the Holy Spirit can use. Men of prayer. Come on. Men mighty in prayer. The Holy Spirit does not come on machinery, but on men. He does not anoint plans, but men. Men of prayer. A man ought to live so that everybody knows he is a Christian. And most of all, his family ought to know. And last, one father is more than a hundred schoolmasters. So in closing, you know, I asked the Lord, you know, what can I contribute to this, to this message? And the Lord said, what have I given you? I said, a voice. Yeah. So what I want to do is I want all the fathers, I want to honor all the fathers here today. And I would just love if you would come up to the front today. And I want to sing over you. All right. So don't be shy. Fathers, young men, let's just have all the men in the house come up. You know that? Because young men become fathers. And we need to get them started now. Let me just. So I want to sing this song to you, you know. And I, and if you know the lyrics, if you could bring up the lyrics to this song, maybe you guys can help me out. The song is called "Give Me Faith." Just listen to the words of these songs. Like I said, I asked, do real men cry? We do, man, you know. We cry in the presence of the Lord, man, you know. So if, if, if you need, and we worship in the presence of our mighty God. So if you guys never worshiped in your life, you know what? Just make believe there's no one behind you. And all you see in front of you is God. And your opportunity to be able to express to him how much you love him. Thy Abba, Father how much he's meant to you. So if you ever if you never really expressively worship because maybe you were a little nervous and scared, I challenge you real men tonight or this morning. Let's worship together.
cheio 